Critics versus the real people. What, what do you call this? Oh, one more thing. Critics versus the... <laughs> Critics versus real people. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. I briefly forgot what we call this hoot nanny. <laughs> you should include all that in the uh, podcast there, Hanson. The whole thing. I like I like the uh, the warts and all. The fact that I don't even remember the name of our podcast it's should be included bl- in our podcast. It's the blemishes that make us human. Sure. It's unprofessional. Right. I disagree. <laughs> uh, anywho, so um, I just yesterday finally watched the Dave Chappelle Netflix stand-up special. He's a comedian. Um, and uh, the re- well, the reason I watched it yesterday was Sean brought this to my attention. So on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, they have two kind of parallel scoring systems. They have uh, kind of verified critics and then just your audience at large. Uh, the uh, the rating for Chappelle's uh, from the the nine official critic reviews is thirty three percent. Oof, that's pretty low. And it was it was seventeen percent yesterday. There's been and when it was six. So there's been three more reviews that have kind of brought it up a little bit. Uh, the audience review score of Chappelle Sticks and Stones is ninety nine percent, and that's from sixteen thousand four hundred people. So well, and I will uh, I look at these a lot. I love Rotten Tomatoes, and there will be a difference. Sometimes you know it's critically beloved. They get the eighty eight percent, and and audiences you know it's seventy one percent, seventy two. So you can tell okay. Okay, maybe it's a little esoteric, a little fancy or whatever, but you can figure it out. But that sort of gap, that just doesn't happen. Well, and I think you should go with yesterday's number before it became a giant news, right. a giant news story. Um, and then, that you know, a number of people tried to correct that because it looked so bad. So it was 17% of critics thought it was good. Yeah. And um, but you could call it 100% of people. Yeah. Which is incredible. So is it is it what I think it is that most of the critics were just they can't approve it because if you don't know this, it's incredibly politically incorrect. He makes jokes about child molesters and uh, and, and, and gay people and trans and this and that and everything. And is it just that critics think oh, that that's not cool? The most common headline that I saw when discussing the Chappelle show Sticks and Stones was Chappelle doesn't believe Michael Jackson's accusers. Right, right. And and uh, and it seems to be a misunderstanding of what comedy is. Well, right. The whole point of that bit is: look at Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin says Michael Jackson never touched him. And I'll tell you what: now that I realize, now you're going to be offended by this. But Chappelle's joke is: I'm not a pedophile, but if I was, Macaulay Culkin is really hot. Is basically what he was saying. <laughs> oh boy. Um, oh, uh, and boy. so if Michael Jackson didn't do that, I don't think he did it. But it's just it's just an attempt it's, it's, to set up a politically it, incorrect it's joke. It's a premise for a joke. You're yeah. not doing a, a confession of the the thoughts you hold most dear. <laughs> right. Right. But, but so the critics, even if they laughed at the time, they couldn't say it was good. Or they're actually so up their own hind ends, they, they overcome their human instinct for humor with their, I can't laugh at this. This well, is not actually funny. Right. And you can convince people to believe a certain thing and they hear it and are so horrified by sure, it because true. they've been trained that they're supposed to be horrified But if by 100% it. of regular people and 16,000 is a pretty good sample size, yeah. if 100% of regular people say, yeah, it was funny, what does that mean about where we are with political correctness? Yeah. What It makes me wonder, Sean regularly says we regularly say, you know, we got to five with the craziest 5% on both ends driving the conversation. We might have the craziest 0.5% on both ends. 
who's driving the conversation. You know, I'm looking at this uh, this piece on Daily Wire about what we're talking about, and they mentioned that the uh, comedian Hannah Gadsby, who is beloved by the left and critics, oh yeah, she scored a perfect hundred percent with her Nanette special. The audience score a miserable fifty four percent. Wow, she's and like interesting. Yeah, she's she's very much the inverted Dave Chappelle. She's kind of. Uh, usher, not ushering in, but she is the forefront of kind of this new alt comedy where it's all about I your struggle t- and your personal. Pro- and there's, there aren't traditional jokes in it. Like it's just kind of a story that has some funny <laughs> anecdotes. And Did things you find like it that. funny being no, fair? No. no. Okay. In terms of a, st- I thought it was interesting. I'm yeah. glad I watched it. But I don't go to I don't go to comedy clubs for interesting alone. Yeah. yeah. Interesting <laughs> and funny is okay. Funny is okay, but only interesting is not okay. Yeah. No, that's not why I'm here. Uh, and that woke. Captain Marvel movie with the feminist superhero. If you liked it, you liked it. That's fun. I'm not telling you what to like. 81% with the critics, 35% with the audience. And D- Dave Chappelle, so who is, I don't think I'd ever watched a whole comedy special of his before. Just aside from the political incorrectness, he, he's so good. And so oh. it, it sounds like he's doing it off the top of his head, which of course is like the ultimate compliment, I suppose. Yeah. It sounds like you're just talking to a buddy off the top of your head. You see no structure there, but obviously it's, you know, he's 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 structured it like crazy, but really impressive. Um, But if you're a normal human being, there were none of those jokes about gays, lesbians, trans, child molesters that you thought, well, he means that he's in favor of child molestation and he hates gay people. There's no way if you're a normal human being, you'd come away from it that way. No, but if you spend all day, every day looking to be offended, you'd come away that way. Sick. It's astounding. But just in terms of the, um, and then I ended up watching some Louis C.K. last night because he ends up talking, uh, Chappelle talks about Louis C.K. But uh, they're two guys that have the ability to tell a story like something that happened to me yesterday at the sandwich shop and do a five-minute bit about it and make it seem completely natural off the top of their head and, and funny, which I just admire as a skill. I just... It blows my mind. I would rather watch somebody do that really well than anybody paint or play the guitar or anything. It's just it's something I've always been amazed by. Chappelle is nothing short of a master class at that. And when he's when he's working materials, he's routinely on stage for two plus hours. Yeah. Just kind of. And at some point, he just ends up kind of having conversations with the audience and you see him actually riffing on stuff. And you just you see the the gears in his brain working at an incredible rate. He's he's a very unique talent. And that's where I guess because I very uh, unique is a stupid phrase. I saw it. Yeah. (laughs) John Mayer, the guitar player, him and Chappelle do a comedy thing together, which Mm -hmm. I've never seen. But Mayer was talking about how Chappelle's at the clubs like three, four nights a week for hours at a time. So, yeah, Um, it's a finding your voice thing, I guess, with comedians that I really admire because I uh, was watching some old Seinfeld the other day when he was on The Tonight Show and he sounded completely different than he does now. So even when Seinfeld was good enough to be on The Tonight Show, which would make you among the best comedians in America, he still was not done becoming what he is now. So finding your own voice in things, whether it's writing or music or comedy or whatever, I find that fascinating when it comes to art. 
Um, I wish I had the guts to have ever tried it. I've never tried to do stand-up comedy. I've wanted to since I was a tiny kid. I used to watch The Tonight Show when I was seven years old and write down jokes that David Brenner was doing in his stand-up act um, and, and do them to myself. But I never had the guts to actually walk out on a stage and try it. You still can, and you can do it practically anonymously. <laughs> the only other people there are the right. comedians who haven't gone right. up yet. Right. <laughs> you know, we've, we've kind of sort of done it. We'll do like an MC gig, and they ask us to do five, ten minutes, and... You know, I'll, I'll write down ideas and jokes and stuff like that. Um, you but, guys go very pen and teller. One of you does all the talking. The other one's just kind of miming no, in the background. <laughs> Jack breathes a little fire. <laughs> the um, And, you know, some people like you were saying Chappelle had been doing stand up since he was a kid and yeah. all the time. And yeah, Lu- his mom literally started taking him to clubs to perform around like the age of 14 or something like wow. that. Louis C.K. is one of the most successful stand up comedians ever. And he went once when he was like 20, was horrified and never went back again for like three years. Yeah. Because he was so scared and horrified by the experience. So that's the way I was with sex. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? Oh, my God. (laughs) Something went wrong. Yeah. Oh, no. Is it supposed to do that? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, boy. Uh, Somebody should have told you what to spe- expect. You know, the first time... Hmm, do I want to talk about this or not, Michael? Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> do my parents listen to the podcast? That's the question. Oh, boy. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Michael. <laughs> the uh, The first time I had an... A, a, um, Oh I don't, boy! I don't want to say the word orgasm, but you just did. Yeah, right there. The first time that ever happened was not in the throes of sex. I was alone. I think that is probably a common experience for men. Oh my God! You're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if it were during sex, it would be like the joke I made. You'd be like, ah! <laughs> "Get me to a hospital." <laughs> I'm bleeding, kind of. Yes. <laughs> well, the first time that that I ever that happened, I had, you know, maybe I should have been talked to more about it or had a sex ed class or something like that, but I had no idea what was going on. And um, uh, and it happened, and it was mind-blowing to me. It was like, holy crap, what was that? <laughs> and then I've uh, done it twice a day every day since. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could have explained it to you. <laughs> Yo, geez. Yeah. Well, working Dave Chappelle's side of the street there. <laughs> but uh, maybe that is a maybe, uh, maybe that is Ray. You should get some uh, uh, education on that, so you're not just so. What the hell just happened? Well, how severe was were the repercussions there? Did it, were you hospitalized or did you <laughs> seek counseling? No, or? but uh, the the build up to it was like, I what is going on? Am I having a heart attack or? But this is awesome, but I can't, this is weird. I have no idea that happened. And it was like, oh, my God. That's just stunning. I can still remember. It's like, where were you when Kennedy was shot? I mean, it's that sort of a memory. Man, you know. Some similarities. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Speaking of stories that probably should not be told, I had the, uh, the honor of uh, bestowing the first upon at least one uh, young woman. Their first and uh and and the one memory in particular it was like uh, panic and then i got a look like i had burnt down her parents house <laughs> like i done something terrible and unforgivable i was like i thought that's what well anyway <laughs> let's talk about this i'm sure we can get past this yeah, yeah. but it's it's surprising when it happens <laughs> and awesome
Um, I probably... haven't had the guts to go back. So <laughs> take your word for it. That's probably about enough of that, Michael. I'm uncomfortable and sweating. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Which is the way it worked at the time, too. <laughs> well, I guess that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.